0: hello and welcome to heart yoga radio we're on the beach today very low wind so perfect recording day we've got the misty mountains behind us and a surprisingly calm sea in front of us so this is like a continuation of our previous podcast which was all about the the wonderful film written and directed by adam mckay don't look up on netflix So if you haven't listened to our previous podcast, and particularly if you haven't seen the film, please go and watch it because it it is uh, tremendous and definitely the uh, film of our times for sure. (laughs) So we thought we'd do a little bit of a follow-up because if like me, your heart is now gripped with the the icy dread (laughs) and staring into the abyss of the true horror of our situation, after you'd recovered a little bit and your brain yeah. had started working again, you'd be thinking to yourself, well, what now? I mean, the film mm. didn't come as a massive surprise because I kind of know we're fucked, but it really, really rubs your nose in it in a very, very stunning way that just mm. hits you, hits you one of your mind mm. and your emotions like a mm. freight train, even though it's a, a comedy. <laughs> and there's plenty of last to go along with it. But still, it's like pr- profound impact, certainly. And it does leave you thinking, where do we go from here? And to be honest with you, sure, we can change our ways and buy uh, more environmentally friendly ecological shampoo or washing up liquid or clothes or ethically sourced clothes. But at the end of the day, us changing uh, a few of our habits, even if we went all in on sustainability. And you know, we've got friends who do this, and it's a very hard life, by the way. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty much impossible to do unless you've got like some decent capital to get yourself going, which most of us don't have. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: well, how many years did we just grow all our own food on council allotments, you know? Yeah. 34 years I was doing that
0: but we lived in a massively environmentally unfriendly house with no insulation, no double glazing and no
1: money to do anything about it
0: yeah so you realize that even the little you personally could do is a drop in the ocean because the truth is that the world is being destroyed by say about a hundred massive companies yeah and they're not going to stop just because you're buying faith in na- nature kind of coconut body wash, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or you're plant, you're, you maybe like plant a few trees in your oh. back garden. Um, yeah. <laughs> e- even if we all did that, if it's like if they, they, they like to, to give the impression, oh, every little bit helps. So you've got a bit of self calming going on. You feel a bit better. You think maybe we're not all going to die because I'm buying. Eco-friendly, this and that. Now, mm. uh, but even if everyone on the planet did that, we're still fucked, unfortunately. Mm. Mm-hmm. And even the, every little bit helps. Well, that's, that's slightly true, but only slightly. It will just slow things down, like yeah. a just like little micron. But yeah. that's about it. Now, I'm not saying don't do that. No, absolutely support any any. Anything that's like true not just greenwash, but truly is green uh, absolutely go for it as hard as you can, but that we need more yeah it needs way more like way yeah. way more yeah. if we we're not going to end up like the you know like the end of don't look up you know I mean in the, it's like in the, in their reality as awful as it was, at least it was quick <laughs> <laughs> You know, we didn't just yeah. stagger to a kind of like messy death
1: oh, uh, 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 <laughs>
0: over 20 years.
1: Mm.
0: You know, they got to
1: <laughs> nice and clean, bang, yeah. planet yeah. gone.
0: So we were having this conversation this morning. As a, uh, it does leave you with this shocked feeling that naturally leads to, well, what can I do about this shock? Indeed. What could I do about this realisation? Could it, could it be stopped? Could it be changed? Okay. And, uh, you, you were telling me about uh, the kind of things that you've been looking at and, you know, about, about climate change and what uh, Noam Chomsky has been saying and various people. So, would you like to tell everyone else what you told me this morning as it was, it was quite, quite useful?
1: Well, I think, I think you're right that consumerism that aware consumerism or woke consumerism or whatever you want to call it, it isn't going to save the day. I mean, the public can put pressure. And, and my reading around uh, the UK oil industry as is, uh, is a follow-on to reading around the, the machinations of the, the, the US oil industry Does indicate that they do succumb to pressure, but of course, they also try to inform public opinion. The Cokes have spent absolutely millions on, billions in fact, on, on persuading people well, first of all, it's a hoax, you know, you know, secondly, the science isn't sound, and so forth, you know. Uh, this has been a concerted effort for 50 years, as Lee Camp said uh, the other day in, in, in one of his uh, YouTube videos. Big Oil have known about global warming since 1958, at least. Actually, I've found references to to it uh, in 1920s, in the 1920s and the 1890s about the burning of fossil fuels. So the science has been on, on, on the radar for a long time. So you get you get all that, and that's kind of what you're up against. And these are the 50 or 100 c- companies that are causing most of the, the global warming.
0: Oh, it's like 70%, isn't it? Yeah, it's an awful lot.
1: Yeah, plus they have the whip hand on the on the energy that we do use. You know, they can put enormous pressure. They have uh, enough funds, enough money, enough influence, and enough personnel. Bearing in mind, mind that you know the the big oil is completely entangled with with our governments in, in, in the, uh, the capitalist West, completely entangled in that kind of fascist manner. You know, people go from, from BP to the Lords and then back, you know, and so forth. The whole kind of thing is, is rigged, they have enormous power. And we have to bring them down. Without bringing them down, our efforts, you know, not buying plastic straws, recycling our plastic bags, etc., however virtuous it makes us feel, will not quite be uh, enough. And it seems to me that, uh, I mean, I appreciate Extinction Rebellion and, uh, and uh, the uh, insulate Britain movements and similar movements, but uh, I did find Extinction Rebellion sort of quite disappointing when they went on, on Twitter saying Extinction Rebellion is not a socialist movement. Now, I know they're trying to capture a wider sway of public opinion. Or at least to, to, to force the whole population, whatever their political uh, allegiances are, to, to at least give this some very deep consideration. But that is just really off-baked. There is no way that capitalism will stop trashing the planet. There is no green capitalism. No. There is no green capitalism. I mean, they've... they've show their colours you know um, uh, for instance at COP26 when they send like more delegates come from big oil to the COP26 than from, from the nations of the world the actual governments representing the peoples of the world at least ostensibly big oil, this is a fucking novel from the start, this is their power that power, that power has to be taken from them
0: and, and how, do you, how do you think that can happen? it
1: only, it only happens when people hit the streets I mean, Partly through electoral politics forced parties to bring in Green New Deals you know because big government whether you like it or hate it and I think most sensible people do have reservations about big go- government from all across the political spectrum again but at the same time this requires global concerted effort by some kind of body that's able to focus power on a very large scale to, to bring about the necessary changes. And the, the neoliberal governments, like the current US government and, and the current UK government, and most of the governments across Europe have had 40 years of neoliberal, liberalism. plus, to the extent that parties left and right were unable to see outside of the the lenses supplied to them by this neoliberalism. The whole kind of political class is completely brainwashed by the idea that government shouldn't do anything big, you know. And it has to be a part of the answer here, but on its own, of course, dangerous because we don't want to be giving them the power to be oligarchs that we to become oligarchies that we can never remove when they fucking turn rogue and start screwing us all. You know, it's a it's a very fucking dangerous prospect but a necessary one. And the counter to that is people on the streets. It's things like the Civil Rights Movement. This is why Black Lives Matter is so significant, because that was the biggest mobilisation of people on the streets around a cause globally ever, believe it or not, in terms of numbers.
0: Wow. Bigger that, than that's, the... just, that's really great.
1: Yeah. And, that, and obviously it's, 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 a, it's a completely right-on cause. Of course it is. You know, but it's also significant from just like the size of it and it shows that what it shows what we can do. But people gotta mobilise. In all kinds of ways. I do see like some kind of broad church needing to operate here. At the same time, we've got to insist that our governments fucking grow up and coordinate with each other planet wise, much, much better than they've done at COP twenty six. Otherwise it is curtains, that moment will come. Except, it, as you said, it'll be a lot messier than a comet hitting the Earth, you know, the, the size of Mount Everest. It's over in days, I would say. You know? But. Uh, but. Uh, the, the, the slow decline as the, cl- as the climate collapses and it gets hotter in places and you get droughts and then you get people moving because their harvests have failed. And then you get other people like trying to push them back at borders. We're already seeing the signs of this. The uh, Syria debacle, which has gone on now for fucking absolutely ages, 10 years plus, whatever it is, started out uh, as bread riots, you know, because of six six years of failed harvest yep, in succession. They're
0: invading they the camp. the Nicest weather we've had for a bit, so the, the vintage planes are out.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that's an old World War II war plane that somebody like some hobbyist billionaire is flying around the Welsh Mountains, you know. Anyway, yeah, you know, six years of six successive years of failed harvests. Bankruptcies of very, very, very many farmers. And it, it it turns into social unrest at some point, doesn't
0: it? Yeah.
1: You know. So it will be very, 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 very messy if we don't get a shit together. But by all means, avoid plastic straws. By all means, compost. If you can grow stuff, grow it. If you can plant trees, plant trees. If you can buy some so land and rewild it. We need to do
0: all that stuff as well. As well. As all of us really yeah. turning into activists.
1: As well, and and we also need to capture our parliaments as people, as working people. We need, to keep, we need to capture our parliaments and keep, keep them in line. You know, it's our power that we're asking them to focus globally in a cooperative fashion amongst nations. Nations to keep this wonderful but wayward species alive a bit longer. Yeah,
0: the ex- not to mention all the rest of the species, which are still left.
1: Of course. <laughs> I mean, I like the thing that Bertrand Russell uh, said when somebody interviewed him, because he, he was a great campaigner against nu- nuclear weapons. He was the same-day guy. And, in fact, he stood up in near Trafalgar Square or somewhere and said, these, these weapons can remove human life from this planet. Some of us think that would be a pity. He's the great philosopher, you know. Yeah. Some of us think that would be a pity. Right, you know, I mean how compelling that it's not you think like Russell the, the, the philosopher of mathematics was going to resort to some kind of weird convoluted logical thing he says no some of us think that would be a pity and he kind of chuckled you know he's, like, he's speaking speaking off a soapbox to I don't know 50,000 people or something you know yeah. I don't think it would be a pity so we've got to get out there one way or the other, and, and perhaps in many ways, perhaps in many ways, you know, we do, we do need a a, a, a a movement of movements, an, an alliance of alliances, you know, and anything that can foster that's going to be helpful. Don't Otherwise, say, I, do, I don't really see much, I mean, we, we kind of, the, the left is stimid, you know, I'm trying to think of the, the, strate- the, 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 the strategy and the tactics that we need at this point to just really uh, uh, displace this capitalism and move beyond it. But still immensely powerful. And it's more vicious now, it's on the back foot. Big oil. I mean, the other player in this course is the military-industrial complex, as was illustrated in, uh, in the film, Don't Look Up. The military-industrial complex. They're the biggest polluters on the planet. The Pentagon is the biggest polluter on the planet. Because yeah, they don't they care.
0: They refused to uh, disclose their environmental yeah, yeah. impact Yeah, been... COP, didn't
1: they? They did, yes. But it's been um, estimated, and I think probably fairly realistically. And it's not great, because they don't care about that, do they? They don't care about that. I mean, you, you bomb a city, it goes up in flames. Everything burns. That's just the clothes and clothes of CO2. Yeah. A tank. I mean, what's the mileage to a tank? You know, what mileage does it do? You know, electric tanks. They're going to carry on using bloody diesel or fucking aviation fuel or whatever, you know. Or a fighter jet. You know, costing billions of dollars. They don't care how much fuel it uses. And they do have a bottomless budget. Congress and and Parliament and parliaments around the world have always got fucking very deep pockets when it comes to the military. I mean, Trump got elected on on partly on a ticket, which is sort of quite popular amongst his working class base uh, of limiting American military adventures. You think, well, okay, the guy he's, he's a dick, but he got something right. That he's obviously got to be right, you know. And when he when he got in when he got in, but when he got in, it's time for the. Uh, to settle the Pentagon's budget. The Pentagon comes and they say, we want, I don't think it's 790 billion or something. Wow. Three quarters of a trillion, whatever it is. Um, and Trump says, I tell you what, we'll give you an extra 20% or something. But don't, you know, and he just, he just, they didn't even ask for it. He give them extra money. I mean, because basically, you know, what they do all the time is that they spin yarns about the weapons they're going to need because how dangerous China is and how fast their weapons industry is coming on. This is a, a good deal of what this China FUD is all around, you know? This this new fucking uh, confected Cold War. It's about getting the arms industry to say, uh, w- we need a better fighter jet than the ones we've got because the Chinese have got something in the pipeline. So give us some more money, and we'll make a new. We'll design and make a new weapon. Bearing in mind that these companies, that their top executives very often have careers in government. You know, the revolving door. They work in government. They work in the Pentagon. They go back to they go back to Raytheon. Or yeah, you know, Trump did all this anti-war rhetoric. But at his first um, defense guy, top defense guy, Secretary of State for Defense, was a Raytheon executive. First, his first military thing that he did was send, set off scores of, I don't know how many, but quite a lot of cruise missiles onto a fake chemical weapons site, you know, that wasn't really a chemical weapons site in Syria. And then, of course, Raytheon turned around and says, well, you're going to be wanting to replace them. We'll make you some more at um, 750,000 a pop, almost a million dollars apiece. Yeah. You know, so, that, that's capitalism. And if fucking Extinction Rebellion is so, so naive. I I think they're going to save the planet without demolishing, dismantling, and replacing the capitalist system. Or the post capitalist system as it is now, maybe. They are fucking simpletons. Even though I think that was a one off, you know, and nobody really controlled the kind of media feeds. You know? So, on the streets we have to be on the street.
0: or but perhaps these days there's a different kind of activism that we can engage in which isn't quite so frightening we've talked about this before about different different ways to get governments to sit up and pay attention I mean look at the Tories they just have like slightly bad polling or any kind of pushback from the public and they're there u turn like fast as the speed of light I mean they're absolutely pathetic yeah. I mean the one thing we've learned over the uh, the last year or so is that uh, the the Tories are weak and they really will bow to public pressure
1: to a point yeah
0: because they're just so desperate to to remain uh, popular especially Johnson
1: I think any pressure is useful yeah any pressure on them is useful and as I said you know especially reading
0: the book but it's got to be really intelligent pressure. Um, I mean, kind of violence on the streets that could turn into riots, that could actually uh, make it so that the... Yeah, the, the government would love that because then they can do that more cla- crackdown rules about, all oh, these terrible people on the streets, Their violence, we yeah. must make even more rules yeah. where even if somebody looks at you funny, we can just throw them in prison forever.
1: That's right, yeah. A <laughs> policeman on his own idea that you're annoying somebody. Imagine annoying him. And, and they, and, and there are draconian jail sentences attached to all this stuff. Well, well, why do you think they brought that into place? You know, so we do have to box clever, but I do, I do think w- without some big noise, without some uh, b- big crowds on on, on the street, that it's it's not going to happen either. It's it's like the pressure has to come from every every angle. Uh, plus, we've got to get some sensible people uh, taking hold of the levers of state, as well.
0: Yeah, there's no point well. putting all that effort in just to just to get the t- like the Tories light in.
1: If they're not going to do anything about this, we're going to have to we're going to have to bear down on them wherever they are. You know But we do know. I mean, as you indicated, uh, the the U-turns are sort of phenomenal. You think bloody hell how about that? couple of points in the polls and <laughs> a you turned on it, you know and, and a, few, a few angry letters from constituents
0: yeah, or, or a football player puts out a few tweets and you know <laughs> a I mean it's a fun, it,
1: it is a funny it's, it is a funny world but I, I think without re- really very very strong direct action it, it's still not going to be enough Yeah. but I say pressure, welcome pressure from every angle I think we have to and we have to think how we can use it because if your people are in jail, they're not able to do anything. No. I mean, the, the, it's, well, it's important to push back on that bill, you know, on, on our kind of crime bill, which means basically that in the UK that uh, demonstration is outlawed. You know, but there's, there's this, this this thing, you know, you demonstrate, and you're asking the powers that be to, to, to concede and give you something. And in in, in men, many senses, I think, well, why... why why are we asking? Respectfully asking, because that's accepting the power dynamic. It's, you know, that that. Whereas it's the power dynamic that's the problem. One of one of the big problems at the core of all this. So you don't ask. You demand. You shouldn't be pleading and asking, and asking for favours, and asking for crumbs from the table. You should be demanding. But not only should you be demanding, you should be doing the the thing that you want already you know asking them to do it for us is kind of is, is a kind of a mistake even though we have to recognise that there are powers that be but we should demand that they coordinate internationally to get this shit sorted out. Demand and we should be doing it ourselves at the same time. You know, otherwise, we're putting ourselves in the position of supplicants. You know? We're accepting the inferiority of status that they're foisting on us. And these are people who are psychopathic, as the guy said in the film, as Dr. Mindy says in the film. It finally dawns on him that they're psychos. And he actually says it, these bloody sociopathic, psychopathic arseholes. We've got to stop them. We've got to stop them. And that is what it's about. We have to stop them you know, and get some decent people in there, so th- th- that is, 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 to my mind, where, where any, any hope will come from, and as I say, you know, the, the, the left has been a little bit stimied by the absolute stranglehold that, you know, f- 40 years of, of propaganda with infinite bags of money financing it. And the situation that that has produced, the, the, the absolute kind of stranglehold on governments by the, the big corporations. And we know they produce most of the fucking the pollution, the global warming, the destruction. This is the action of, of really very few fucking companies and really just very few people shouldn't be beyond the witch of the people, to stop them. That's what we have to do, we have to stop them.
0: And I think in order to stop them, there needs to be, uh, first of all, people people do need to actually realise what's going on, Um, uh, but also then they need to to digest the enormity of the the situation and how serious it is and then then they, they, they you know that generates the passion um, mm-hmm. and the motivation to do it to, to do it because it's not very nice it's not fun at all
1: mm. no, I, I, I don't want to feel angry i i want to feel
0: no. i mean especially peaceful. after two years of of the bloody pandemic you know yeah. we want to have a bit of, we want to have a bit of fun now yes please and now after all this shit we've been through we've now got to be you know climate change <laughs> activists to, to try and save the planet mm. it's like oh god just want to just want to have a rest and have, have a bit of a nice time for it for a bit now yeah. but uh, <laughs> there is no time for that unfortunately i've
1: already had my end of the world party because <laughs> the world has been ending ever since i've been alive you know <laughs> <laughs> the world is always ending of course but uh, this is this is real you know you can't write this off there's some kind of scaremongering or anything like that, you cannot.
0: I mean, the media are doing quite a good job on the uh, keeping climate change out of the minds of yeah. people because just by they don't they don't have to strenuously deny it all the time. Yeah. they can just not report on it.
1: No, this is what they, they do. They can just
0: be very 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 quiet.
1: This is what they do. It's the yeah. the silences are as much propaganda as the as yeah. the lawyers. In fact, yeah. they're more subtle than the lawyers. More yeah. powerful. I actually put it. Tweet because I tweet a little bit, put a tweet out. Has anybody? And I, I tweeted, I tweeted. Uh, Has anybody noticed how quickly COP twenty six dropped off off the radar? Yeah. I don't see it anywhere. You know, and I kind of subscribe to all kinds of sort uh, of people and channels that, that that are interested in this stuff, and I'm, I'm oh, not even getting very much from them. You know.
0: Yeah.
1: So. You know the problem, and the left is realising this now. And by left, I don't mean, um, I don't know, the uh, the the tooting popular front or anything. I mean the broad, the broad left, the broad people of uh, of understanding who uh, know that capitalism is no longer viable, <laughs> at the very least. No. Um, so at
0: the end of the day, if saving all life on earth is not profitable, they are not going to do it. It's as simple as that.
1: They won't do it unless it's profitable. And to make sure they keep their profitable base ticking over, they uh, propagandise the public and they own the media. As I say, this is a situation which is changing. More and more independent media. It's still very small. The print media sort of dying out. And, the, the, and hence a battle for the internet. This is why I support a distributed, decentralised internet. And some kind of classical economists thinks think all of those kind of ideas are just kind of tech-bro tech fantasies. It's not so. This, this is how a lot of people, and the younger generation particularly, get their, uh, their information and their misinformation. So it needs to be centralised, because basically the corporations, who are the problem, on the media of distribution of information. So, step one, of course, is understanding the situation in the round. And if you listen to our podcasts, you will start to approach uh, that condition. <laughs> if you do the work and do the reading and do the thinking and do the talking, you, you you might you know you know see the picture in the round. Then you've got a better chance of doing something effective. It strikes me. Conclusion: I'm coming to. Is we've got to, is that we, we have to get on the streets. That's it. But at the same time, be building. Be building.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, build safety nets in your communities. Build your communities. So that when things do get really hairy, we all know each other enough not to start kind of like just attacking each other out of panic. I think this is really important, community building. You know, I'm very disappointed in Starmer for ab- abolishing, for uh, getting rid of Labour's like, community action group, where that very idea what was... a
0: stupid thing to do. Where
1: that very idea was understood. Oh, Many God. years ago, people v- voted Labour because they'd have three or four Labour Party members in their street and in the workplace. Who were the go-to people if you had a problem? You know, the, the, the party and the unions acted as... C- kind of uh, c- community uh, resources as well as doing the basic thing of electoral politics and trade union representation. Jeremy Corbyn brings that back in because he's a wise man. Starmer says, No, we don't need that. And I've de- now that's got, that's got Peter Mandelson stamped all over it. Thinks government's a technocratic matter, and you get, you get people who are educated in a certain manner with a certain facility with propaganda and uh, PR, and that that is what government ought to be, and that is what a political party ought to be. I can't think of anything more kind of half-arsed. Yeah. And Corbyn understood you have grassroots and you work through parliament as well, you know, which is precisely kind of what I'm saying, you know, grassroots coordinated with uh, capturing the various states and doing what needs to be done.
0: And I think one of the things that needs to be done, and something that we can all do, is is uh, help to raise awareness of what is coming. Yeah. And if you do see uh, a news channel, um, whether it's you know mainstream or alternative news, that is giving really good information, maybe try and support them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, or. Yeah. By sharing yeah. their information with other people. I mean it's 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 not talked about, it is it's a terrible downer. And people people don't want to hear bad news, they don't want to hear bad things. No. But still it, we need to be talking about it all the time. I think
1: we have to put up with how rough that can get. Yeah. Because it's nowhere near as rough as what'll happen when billions of people find find that their farms and their homes and their life support systems are underwater or are being scorched and dust by the sun.
0: Yeah,
1: having having a little bit of like division with your with your, with your relatives and your neighbours. I mean, test your patience to the fucking limit.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: but nevertheless, does. you can kind of think, well, I'm just going to shut sure up, and that is what you shouldn't do. Don't shut sure up. You know, and uh, learn how to put your case across. Yeah. Then make sh- sh- learn out how to. Of-
0: how to arm yourself with the the facts as much as you can? Yeah. And uh, and and practice practice putting across yeah. those ideas so that if somebody comes yeah. up with something to try and counter your argument that's completely ridiculous, you've got like a really good comeback that just knocks it out the park.
1: Yeah. And 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 du- and double check and fact check and look at the people who are uh, saying stuff and think well you know. Yeah. Uh, OK, I know, I know about argumentum ad hominem, on which you'll find a podcast if you go back over our stuff. But nevertheless, character matters. Character of people who are of leaders, if you might say, or or um, what do they call them? Influencers. It matters, in some sense. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, facts don't really care about who utters them. You know, we need to kind of keep keep that in mind, you know. I mean, if, if Adolf Hitler had invented, say, a vaccine that was really effective, the fact that Adolf Hitler invented it wouldn't have any bearing on its effectiveness. It could have been invented by the Archangel Gabriel or Adolf Hitler. It's effective because it's effective. Its effectiveness is determined and ascertained by reference to the world, by reference to... To what actually happens in the world and the data that we collect about those occurrences, but nevertheless, this influencing is something that's a bit a bit wider than sim- simply kind of scientific data, data gathering. It's a it's a problem of human intercourse, you know, and hum- human communication. But there is nevertheless a kind of communicative reason that enables us to, in quite good measure, separate the bullshit. From the good stuff you know and, and and looking at the character of people in that equation, and at one's own character I'm, I'm sure you know it is a part and parcel of, of of what's going on so so you apply sort of caution, you double check, and that and but you're sure of your ground, you have a good, strong base, your feet are on the ground, then you can fight, and it will be it will be a fight. And well I yeah. say it will be a fight, it is a fight isn't it?
0: It is, yeah. Oh well thank you for coming onto the beach with us today and walking around in this uh, delightfully low wind environment which it's, is mm. really a treat because it's been <laughs> it's been awful for yeah. days and days.
1: It's absolutely gorgeous, Danny. It's not very, not very bright, but it's really there's something very lovely and placid about it. Yeah,
0: it's because it's so calm. It's yeah. so nice. To just yeah. feel the calmness of the weather and for a change. The river's,
1: the river's flat and it's like a mirror. There's yeah. waves on the sea there, but because we've got the estuary there, and it's yeah. like. And it's really lovely. It's reflecting the the hills and there's mist, misty mountains, floating worlds. Yeah. Rather gorgeous, and not many people about, is there? So.
0: Yeah, it's quite nice and quiet as well.
1: Anyway, just see you've had your weather report <laughs> and we told you how beautiful this part of the world is and if we keep saying that, of course everybody will, will come here, won't
0: they? <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> they probably will in the summer we'll, anyway. Uh, they will yeah. in
1: the summer anyway, yeah.
0: So thanks for listening okay. and I hope you're all well as much as yeah. you can be in these yeah. dark times.
1: Mike knowledge um, great again.
0: Yeah. I will speak to you soon.
1: And uh, definitely look up.
0: Yeah, look up.
1: Just look up Just look up